Good afternoon, Chiefs fans. Welcome back to another episode of the Kingdom Rewind here. We missed last week, but for Sean Dixon, I'm Roman Metcalf. Sean, how are you doing? I'm doing good, bud. Yeah, we had uh, had some work stuff happen, and then just, just life happens, and sometimes we can't get to you every week, but we're, we're ready to roll now. Uh, yeah. Yeah, these uh, these work schedules are kicking us in the face, so yeah, it's uh, yeah. it's been a rough year. On, on, on the bright side, I did I, on a football related note, I got to catch my son's uh, first practice uh, or one of his first uh, football practices today. So a sign that football is returning is is, is here, and it's 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 looking good. Oh yeah, I I can't. I'm I'm super excited for high school football to start. That's High school and college uh, football are two of my favorite, absolute favorite things to watch. And I, I love watching high school football. There's just, it's something special. So, and especially since it's August, we're right around the corner from first games being played. So it's going to be, a, it's going to be a good next couple of months. So today for Sean and I sat down and kind of discussed this, we're going to do the top five we made a list of top five fastest chiefs players in history so sean i'll go ahead and let you start off with your number five pick well i will, I will give a disclaimer i uh the, my list is more of just my favorite speedy guys i guess you could say it's i i don't have i don't have particular 40 times on who like if they were in a race i don't know who would win i mean but uh but i did i do i did kind of you know, obviously the speed speed was uh, the at the forefront with my decision making. So, so with my with my fifth overall or my my number five guy is uh, Dale Carter, former corner in the uh, early to mid nineties uh, for the Chiefs. He was the nineteen ninety two NFL Defensive Rookie of the Year. He had seven interceptions that year. Uh, went to four Pro Bowls for the Chiefs. He spent seven years with them, and in that in those seven years, he had twenty one interceptions. He was. He was the uh, the uh, I guess maybe you could say the Marcus Peters of, of the uh, early to mid nineties. Uh, but the but the thing that I liked about Dale Carter the most was in ninety six. You know that was that was the year Dion was you know in his prime. Dion Sanders and Dion wanted to play both sides of the ball, and so they actually the the Chiefs caught wind of this and thought it was a good idea to, to maybe give Dale Carter uh, a shot at that, and he actually caught. Six passes in '96 and, and scored a touchdown as a receiver, and this was, you know, this was four years four years into into his career. So, uh, you know, he he and, and I don't know whether or not he. I'm sure he played receiver at least in high school or something like that. But I don't know what he whether he did in college or not. But he thought he he, he was a he was a four three four four guy, and uh, he kind of. Uh, he knew he had the the speed to do it, and and there was there was a little bit of success. He didn't have the same success that Dion had, but it was kind of it was kind of uh, you know the Kansas City Chiefs version of Dion Sanders. So that's why I have Dale Carter in my number five. Uh, Roman, what do you got at number five? I have uh, Dante Hall at number five for me. He uh, in where I don't think it's hard for Chiefs fans to remember him. You know that game in Denver. You brought it up that game in Denver where he uh, took back that 91-yard punt return. I mean, for me, he was. I, I kind of did mine based on speed. Um, and looking at his time, all ran a 4-2-40. So I mean, he was pretty quick. And I mean, like like I just mentioned, like we we saw that speed and showcased in the Denver game. 
is you know right you kind of remind me of Tyree Kimball but more of a kind of like you know more built but I mean if they were to race that'd be a that'd be a close race yeah definitely definitely uh, Dante Dante had some, had some speed yeah I I mean he was I'm sure he I don't remember I didn't get to watch him but I'm sure he was electrifying to watch I mean I get to see Tyree play so I'm just fine with that well, I will uh, I will uh, have a little more to add probably on that uh, here later in my list not to give any spoilers away but my number my number four guy was uh, uh, Tameric Vanover another guy that played around the same time as Dale Carter mid uh, early to mid 90s guy uh, he was he was he was our uh, he, he was he was that era's Dante Hall he was the kick returner the punt returner uh, he, he, he Came from the CFL. He played one year in '94 with the CFL. Um, I remember, like as a kid, Tamaric Vanover, and, and one of the biggest games I remember was uh, in '95 when they played the Chargers at home on Monday Night Football. Um, I don't remember much about the game. I was only I was only like in fourth or fifth grade, but I do remember how the game ended, and it was in overtime, and. Uh, they punted. They bunted Demary Grant over. He took it back 86 yards to win the game in overtime. It was the first first ever time a, a game ended in overtime on a punt return kick. And uh, I remember watching it. My dad and me and him were like jumping up in the living room screaming as watching him take that thing to the house. Uh, but but Demary, you know, uh, he 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 was he was. It wasn't just that game. He was he he had a pretty good career with uh, Kansas City. He had four punt return. Uh, turns for a touchdown. He had four kick returns for a touchdown for Kansas City. So eight eight total returns for touchdowns. Uh, but on the receiving side, like you know, the compare that's where maybe the comparisons to Dante Hall differ. Uh, you know, Dante Hall wasn't a, a breakout receiver, but but they rarely used Mary Vanover in the receiving game. He only had three receiving key, uh, touchdowns and never had over 300 yards. So uh, you know, he 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 was mostly their their kick return. Their, their their punt and kick returner. He was mostly a special teams guy. Um, that kind of kind of taking it forward real quick. That kind of reminds me of like if you remember back to those those uh, early Chiefs teams in the last few years, like Javier Arenas. Like mm-hmm. they, he was a corner, but they had him playing uh, punt returner. And I, I, if I recall, he had a few electrifying plays and and some and some decent plays, but I don't remember him being all that great. But that's what I can really just said too, because having I mean having those guys that you don't really use a whole lot, but putting them back there, those that got speed, that can be a that can be a real game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, he he, he was kind of well, Arenas. Arenas was kind of a, I think they drafted him as a corner, but knew that he could return kicks. But but he was a lot better returner than he was a, a defensive back. And so they used him. I think they even tried to use him on a couple of trick plays on offense. Um, but, 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 but that is, that is a good comparison with Javier Arenas. Um, but, but to Merrick, you know, I think he ended his, his career with the chiefs in 98 and, uh, his, his career ended not, not necessarily on a normal retirement. He was, uh, arrested for trying to steal a car in 1999. So, uh, uh, he actually tried to make a comeback in 2002 with the Chargers, but it was it was you know he failed miserably. Played seven games and fumbled three times. Uh, he just didn't make it back. But but off the field issues would be the 
the the demise of his career, which was a overall electric one for for uh, for the Chiefs. Um, what do you, what do you like, got at your number four, everyone? That kind of seems like a, nor- a notorious Kansas City Chiefs thing. Hint. Yeah. Marcus yeah. Hunt. Um, at number <laughs> four, and it, it was kind of hard because I mean, looking at the speed the plays of some of the guys we've had, Eric Berry, uh, Dexter McCluster. I mean, all those guys. I'm going to go with that, my number four spot, Jamal Charles. I mean, I don't think that I really need to go super in-depth with Jamal. I know we've done a few shows on him and talked a lot. Uh, I mean, pretty. I mean, he ran a 4-3. He breakaway, breakaway running back. I mean, we. I'll take it back to the game in Oakland where he had the five touchdowns. I believe he had two rushing and three in the past game. So, I mean, he was, he was one of those fast guys. If, if you let him get the open field like Tyreek Hill or some of these other guys we have now, it, it was it was over. Definitely. Well, I will, uh, I will, I'll, I'll jump right in because your number four guy is my number three guy. So, <laughs> so I'll just pick up on Jamal where you left off. Uh, he, uh, you know, we just talked about him last week. I mean, obviously, Obviously, we both we both have a special place for Jamal Charles. We did a whole podcast on him, and uh, you know he's the team's leading rusher. He had, he had that breakout breakout game in 2009 against Denver, where he had a career high of 259 yards, which is still a chief single game record. Uh, you know his he has the NFL record for for yards per carry with 5.4 by a running back. It's it's just it's just like you said. Every time you touch the ball, you held your breath because you thought maybe this would be where he breaks it. And and it's not like it's not like break. A lot of running backs break break you know break through. Larry Johnson did a lot. Priest Holmes did a lot. But it's once there was the hole, nobody was catching Jamal. Once once he got through that first initial the line, and 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 maybe one cut for the linebackers, and he was gone. Nobody was catching him. It's it's just there's in my opinion. As a running back, there was nobody more dangerous in space than Jamal Charles. Oh, for sure. I he was, yeah he he was a weapon. It, he, I mean, I, I feel like there's so many things I could say about him, and there's something I just yeah he was. He, we can do guy. a whole other podcast. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, I, I love Jamal. Wish you know, wish wish the injuries wouldn't have caught up with him. Wish he could have had a. I mean, he still had a stellar career with the Chiefs, but you know. And I, I think we mentioned in our last podcast about Jamal. We, you know, that's one of the guys that you wish wish could have got that ring in uh, in February, like the rest of them did. But but so be it. He's he's number three on my list. Who do you got number three on yours? So uh, this might be a little shocker to some people, but I got McCole Hardman. Um, you know, I mean, I think that he, he kind of a lot of the guys I've picked, like I. I've had to like really sit down and think about it. And McCole Hartman is one of those guys that we have that, you know, he's made a name for himself and he, he doesn't really need any explanation. I mean, we were down 24, nothing in that playoff game against Houston. And, and he kind of lit that fire with that speed of hit four three speed of his. And I mean, he's, he's a good, he's a, he's a good guy to have back there. Um, I believe there was a playoff game where he he kind of let loose and started the fire as well in that run. But yeah, M- McCole Hardman is my my number three of fastest guys. Well, that's a good one too. You can't have a nickname like the Jet and not be on a podcast that's revolved around speed. 
<laughs> you know, I mean, he only had one one year in, but he, he, you know, you're right. He sparked that comeback against Texas. That kick return, even though he didn't take it back to the house, it was you could just see immediately. Oh, we're going to take this game back over, and it was that one kick return that did it. You know, McCall Harmon's, uh, you know, a, a good player on that list. Uh, yeah, he's he's that he's that guy. That, I mean. At any moment in the game, he could potentially be that breakaway guy, and uh, whether that's on a punt return or, or a kick return, he could he can just turn it on and go. If he gets the blocking, I'm not worried about him getting through. If he gets the blocking, he's gone. Like straight up, he's gone. I will, I will, I will kind of like you know we'll, we'll go. A little, uh, I kind of want to go a little deeper into McColl for a second, just because it's going to be interesting to see, uh, you know, because McColl also showed up as a receiver and it looks like he's the guy that's going to be in the mix as a receiver where I wonder where that's going to put as a, put his development as a kick returner and punt returner, which he actually actually isn't even, he's not even the, the punt returner. He's, he's, you know, he's the, the, the punt returners, uh, I believe Tyreek still, but, uh, well, no, I guess, I guess they put Tyreek in, in that game, didn't they? He, he botched that punt, but, uh, but you know he's 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 the feature return guy. McCole Harbin is, but he's also developing as a receiver. I wonder how that's going to work if they're going to keep him with that same type of workload. Yeah, I mean, I think that I mean you can get production out of the way you could put it because I mean last season he had 26 receptions for 538 yards and six touchdowns, and he averaged about 21 yards a catch. So. I mean, either way, teams are in trouble. I mean, you know, you it's going to be an interesting season. Forget about everything that's going on in the world right now. With I mean, it's going to be a very, very interesting season and to see how these guys bounce back. And I don't think that part of me is thinking that they're, they're going to be just fine, but another part of me is I don't want to see them wind up like the Rams or, or those other teams that we've seen in the past that come off really good Super Bowl run to go straight to hot garbage. Right. Right. And, you, and you know, it's, 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 he's, he's definitely one of those guys that, that, you know, you, you're, there's a certain number of guys that you're excited to see and see how they grow. Usually rookies, you're excited to see what they do in year two. And he's definitely that guy for me. Um, I'll move on. I'll move on with my number two guy. Uh, with, with my with my number two guy, I had uh, the human joystick. I know you had him there, there, there. I believe it, four or five, and uh, I have him all the way at two. Uh, you know, Dante Hall. That that I always go back to. Every I feel like every podcast I go back to that 2003 season, <laughs> and you know that that 2003 season he had four straight games with a kick return or punt return. He uh, he had uh, he had that game against Denver where they're they're both. Both teams were four and zero. By the way, this wasn't like a down year for either one of those teams. In fact, Denver, we, the Chiefs went into Denver later that year and got stomped. Uh, but but at home, you know, in that uh, in that game against Denver, he had that ninety-three yard touchdown there. He reverses directions twice. You mentioned it earlier in the show, but but also that game was also a game-winning punt return, and it was one of the craziest things that I've ever seen. I've never seen. You know, you know. Every time you see a guy go backwards, you're always like, "Oh no, what are you doing?" And and when he did it, I was saying the same thing. And then all of a sudden, the 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 the, the holes lifted and everything. The opening was there, and he just took off, and it was it was amazing. And he, he did that a little bit 
a little bit as a receiver too. There, there's another game where where he uh, I think it's against Denver too, where he catches this little out route and then like almost jump backwards like he takes like a big jump backwards and then two broncos fall over each other and then he just takes off down the sidelines the, it's just it's that weird the it's, it's so weird about dante hall it felt like he was like like teleporting to another position on the field <laughs> like, like he wasn't running to another spot he would like literally teleport <laughs> and then defenders are like oh where'd he go uh, he, and that's why you know they, they gave him that the, the X factor and the human joystick, all those nicknames, because because he was such a fun guy to watch, and and it helps that he was on such a uh, such a great team, which is probably why he wasn't used so much in the offense, um, because you know he was you know he just he, he he was used a little more than Tamari Vanover, but he wasn't like. He wasn't used, you know, he, he was like maybe the third or fourth receiver on that offense, you know, but that was the, the, the offense that was scoring at will with Trent Green, Tony Gonzalez, Priest Holmes and stuff. So they didn't necessarily have to have him there, but, uh, but uh, he, you know, he, he got his, he got his stats on the receiving side a little bit more than someone like Tamari Vanover did, but, but I just, I loved, I loved watching Dante. He was, he was amazing. And, uh, I, uh, he ended up finishing his career in St. Louis, didn't do too much, but, uh, but the, uh, the, the, I believe he had 11 overall kick returns for the Chiefs and every one of them was just as exciting as the next. Yeah, I mean, that kind of, that kind of shades into my next guy who I have at number two and that's Tyreek Hill. I mean, you know, that's, at any point it can, it can go from, a game can go from being kind of out of hand to, well, we got some life, but we got a guy that can do amazing things. Like, I mean, we we've seen we've seen what Tyreek Hill can do at punt returner and kick returner, and it's that four-two speed is something that not to be played with. And I'll, I'm just gonna go ahead and throw this out there. Um, even if I wasn't a Chiefs fan, I'd still I'd still have my opinion on this. But Tyreek Hill is better than all these guys that are calling him out, that he's called out. I mean, he's better than DeAndre Hopkins. He's better than uh, – who, who was it that he got in the Twitter war over? The Marquise Goodwin, the, the, uh, the Niners receiver. Yep, Marquise Goodwin. He's, he's the guy that thinks he's faster than Tyreek, which he's sadly mistaken. Well, I mean, faster, and they think – some of these guys think they're better and maybe even faster, but I tell you what – First of all, they're not. And I tell you why. My my one go to. I don't care if I win, lose the <laughs> argument. My my first go to is is. Do you have a ring? Like Tyreek has a ring. He can say he has a ring, and he's he's one of the best. He's the. He's, in my opinion, he's the number one best receiver in the NFL, hands down. Not Michael Thomas. He's a crybaby. But not Mike Brown, not DeAndre Hopkins. But no, Tyree Kill is that guy, and he's we saw what he could do. You know, I, not last season, but the the 2018 season, uh, he had that um, punt return. I think it was a punter kick return, but he had that punt return down the sideline in Sandy uh, when we played the Chargers. 
he he like pushed his own guy out of the way, stay in bounds and score. Like that's just the kind. And we've also just there was a ton. I feel like there were tons of games last year where he took him back. Uh, in the twenty eighteen season where he took him back to the house. Like he's dead. <clears throat> he's dangerous. Absolutely, and and you know what? I'm 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 going to uh, pick up where he left off because once again, I'm one ahead of you. My number one guy is Tyree Kill, and everything you said about comparing him to other guys, I completely agree. I think Tyree Kill is the best receiver in the game. I I think I think the one thing that those you mentioned the ring. That's not the only thing. The other thing is, is look at the height of the other guys. Like Tyree Kill is the shortest guy out there, but he like. I've never seen a guy with that kind of vertical that just goes up and gets it. Not only will he outrun everybody to get to the spot, but if it becomes a jump ball, nine times out of ten he wins that jump. For and, sure. and like we saw, super, we saw that in the Super Bowl and uh, in last year's AFC Championship game against the Pack. Like he's his routes are so smooth and beautiful, and like his cuts. Like I mean, we saw that when they ran the uh, the jet chip, whatever. Like. He ju- he literally jumped up to make that catch and right. came down with two guys closing in on him at yeah. probably t- top speed. Right, and, and, and and you know we don't you know we don't win the Super Bowl without Tyreek Hill. We don't we don't do a lot of things without it. I saw I saw a, a poll question come out on social media a while back where it was uh, what player non what non quarterback player is more detrimental to their team than anybody else? And my answer was Tyreek Hill. I think I think the Chiefs. You know, we we always go to Pat, and Pat's always in the conversation. And Pat's, you know, don't get me wrong, Pat's Pat, Pat's the greatest quarterback I've seen in my lifetime, and he's amazing. But he's amazing a lot of the reason because of Tyreek Hill, and, and and it's no it's no question that that you know when we had Alex Smith, his best years came when he had Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill is just a freak, and and I. There's nobody faster, in my opinion. He's 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 you know, which which I don't I I, I think he has a four two time forty, but I don't think it's I don't he was he wasn't at the combine, so I don't think I don't think it's a clocked forty. But you know you know that that nobody's catching him. Nobody's as fast as him, and and you know he was he was this guy that came in, and I thought he'd be more of a return guy. I thought he would just be kind of our better version of Dexter McCluster. Or, or these guys that we talked about, Dante Halls and stuff like that. But I had no idea that he was going to translate into this this number one elite receiver that that tops DeAndre Hopkins, that tops Michael Thomas, all these guys that come out and 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 that and Hop- they do the rankings. I mean, Hopkins was the best receiver in I believe 2018, where he didn't have a drop or whatever. Um, Maybe that was 27. It was one of those years. No, it was 28 that he uh, he didn't have a drop in the season. But see, my thing is, is that like I said, my go-to, my the first thing to any argument about who the best receiver is, is do you have a ring? Like currently, current receiver that is. You, I mean, do they have a ring? Like if they have a, then maybe we can have a conversation. But the playoff field. Speaks for. I mean, the play on field speaks for itself. Right, like, right. Well, you're gonna do. You you're know, gonna he, go. Tyreek has Tyreek has some drops and stuff, but like in the Super Bowl, he he there that 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 second and and fifteen play 
where it looked like he caught it, they reviewed it, came back, he didn't. What do you do the very next play? The wasp happened. So it's like he'll make he'll make some drops every once in a while, but the very next play he'll usually go back and get his. And that's that's the the competitive nature of Tyreek. That's I mean he's just it's it's at the receiver position. I don't think there. I mean I mean yeah, there, there's a lot of elite receivers out there, and I won't I won't slight those guys, but I just don't think they're quite where Tyreek is, and it's it's it's, yeah. it's a little bit different level, and and it proved it, and that's why they got the championship. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, they're not even close to his level. But, uh, you know, so I, my next guy is, I didn't want to, I wasn't going to say anything. This is kind of kept quiet. Um, it's a surprise to me, so I have no idea who you're going with on this. So uh, he ran a 4-5. Um, we, you know, he's, and I'm going defense this time, but he, he ran a 4-5. My my number one guy is Derek Thomas. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, he, uh, I mean, just I didn't get to see him play, but uh, I know that we've done a few shows about him or talked about him. So I, I'm sure the people that listen know that. I mean, I don't, I didn't get to see him play at all. I've seen highlights and stuff, and I've, I've heard things, but watching what he like, watching his highlights. How fast he got off the ball, how fast he was in the backfield. I mean, he he played like he played faster than he, a four or five guy. Like he was, he was that. He was the guy that, out of any defensive player, probably if I were to have to, if we were to have a draft and my number one defensive player, I would definitely go with Derek Thomas. Like just oh, yeah. straight. I mean, I, I don't. Yeah, I mean, Derek Thomas is my number one guy, and I don't think that he really any explanation, anything else. I mean, if you're a diehard Chiefs fan, and you know, yeah, I mean, you know what Derek Thomas did, you know what he's done, and he that's that's that guy that could have got a ring. Unfortunately, he didn't. But I mean, his play on the field, absolutely amazing. I, I, you know, I, I know, I know, you're gonna you're gonna close the show here after this one, but uh, I want to jump in. Uh, any list. That you can end it with Derek Thomas as number one is okay with me. If we do a show on top five punters and you end it with Derek Thomas, I'm okay with that. <laughs> and, the, and the fact that you ended the speed show with with a guy that you were 100 right off the line of scrimmage, there, there was nobody better than Derek Thomas. I know there's people that love Bruce Smith. I know there's people that love Lawrence Taylor. But in my eyes, that guy could time the snap perfectly and be – Hitting that quarterback before he even knew he had the ball in his hands. It, it. I mean, you know, you know my feelings towards Derek Thomas. So, so, Chiefs fans, listen to this. It, take my list, wad it up in a little ball, throw it in the trash. Roman's list is the list right there. Ending this thing with Derek Thomas. I'm, I'm, I'm off on this. I'll let you close the show on it. I loved it. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, like Sean just said, I mean, that's that's today's show. I mean, I think that. I mean that was it was kind of hard for me to pick who I wanted, but I mean, I, as I sat, you know, I was, I was like, you know, who, who do I want to go with? I mean, because I felt like there was a lot of Chiefs guys, you know, oh this guy, that guy, you know, Terry Kill, Dante Hall, even maybe Dexter McClusser. But I was like, who was the one guy that was kind of that, and that wasn't as fast as these guys that we're talking about, 
but like played faster than what he ran, and that was Derek Thomas. So yeah, I that was I kind of shocked myself there too. But um, that's great, I loved it. <laughs> yeah, for, uh, that's that's gonna do it for this week's episode. Hopefully, we'll we'll be able to forward next week. Uh, hopefully, the our work schedules align and stops kicking us in the face. Well, more specifically, me. I mean, working eleven shifts. I don't. I work nights, so from 6 p.m. to 5.30. So. Roman's very sleepy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but for Sean Dixon, I'm Roman McCaff. See you later, Chiefs Kingdom. <laughs>